Okay, on to today's show and today's guest. Uh, this is uh, Bruce Stewart, known uh, on Twitter at Bitcoin Walking. And uh, Bruce has, um, he's got lots of stories to, uh, to share with us and he's very open and honest. And um, I can't imagine a, a more well-listened person to podcasts. Uh, he, he listens to like three, four podcasts a day sometimes and he shares every single one out on Twitter and he gives a little uh, update of, of what he learned. And um, Bruce is, uh, he's from that generational of, uh, that generation of boomers and I, I hate this meme, okay, boomer. I want to turn that around to boomer, okay, and bridge this generational divide, which the media seems so happy to try and drive a wedge between. So, uh, Bruce, thank you so much for sharing your time today at Bitcoin Walking. Um, how old are you, Bruce? Good question. Good question. Um, some people may think I'm um, a bit older, but I'm 72 years young at the moment, or older, however you want to look at it. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent as as the images go on Twitter. <laughs> and how? Um, and could you give us a little bit of background about yourself, Bruce? And um, you know what? What's uh, you know what have you been doing with uh, with the last seventy two years? Ooh, gee, that's quite big. So we want short version, don't we? Really, short <laughs> version. Whatever um, version, whatever version you feel comfortable with. Um. Well, I left the farm at, at age 15, the dairy farm, where I was brought up in New Zealand and went into apprenticeship in uh, joinery manufacturing. Then that went up to about I was 20. And then I sailed uh, on a yacht from New Zealand to New Caledonia and then over to Australia. And that took about 18 months and this is in the years of 1967 which is quite a long time ago for some people yeah. then i went back to australia um back to new zealand from australia that's why i first come to australia in 60, 1967 and we came to oh we're here just a quick story here we came to brisbane then we went to a place called the gold coast and it was about March, April, I think May or March or May, anyway, something like that. And the weather was beautiful, like warm and all this, not like New Zealand, which can be like lots of other places, can get cold in the winter. And I'm thinking, gee, I would like to live here. And that's, that's, what, that's the impression that left in me. Mm -hmm. So we went back to New Zealand. And then I was, um, left where I did my apprenticeship. And I'll tell you this little story is when I was 20, I went to do some contract work, farming contract work, which is like in hay baling. And I was going from one town back to another town and I had an accident. I was on a motorbike and I had a motorbike accident. I was run over by a thing called a milk tanker. Mm. And I woke up 10 days later in hospital. And that's where I got some little bit of my, it's my excuse anyway, some of my brain damage. Okay. So I smashed up quite a bit. So um, then I left, um, I got out of hospital after about, um, oh, a story about waking up in hospital 10 days later. I didn't know what happened. I had to, they were telling me what happened. And I'm thinking, gee, you know what happened? I, I could have been dead. And you know, I won't swear. I'm thinking, if you don't even know you're dead, then that's real bad. That's sad when you, you don't know when you die, when you're dead. Mm. So from that, from day, from then to now, every day for me is a bonus. I'm so grateful to be alive. It's a bonus. Nothing like it's brilliant. Anyway, get over that. I leave hospital after four months or something. It took me about four months to back on the on the, um, walking properly and all that and then I um, go along a bit and I got um, lived in a couple of places and all that so I'll fast forward a bit and I'll shorten this story but that's a little bit of that that history that's that's what happened then um, and I met females because I didn't mind females they were okay <laughs> <laughs> I, um, 
<laughs> met one of them and um, as I was living in a flat, as we were flatting, and then um, this particular female um, decides that oh, she'd like to have a baby. And oh, she asked me, can I be the father? And in those days, it was like a privilege, I suppose. I was, yes, I don't mind doing that. I could do that for you. <laughs> um, so we, in, and then no strings attached. Because I'm dope, I'm dumb, you know, like back then, like, I don't want to get married or anything like that. Right. <laughs> no strings attached, suited me. And um, so we'll leave that story just there for a moment. Oh, we'll keep going with that. Because um, it ended up quite a little bit sad. I had a baby daughter. I found out like 15 years later, I met the daughter, but anyway. But the daughter's mother... Um, died when the daughter was um, 15 months old of um, leukemia. So the daughter was brought up by an auntie, which is what you do. Someone else will bring the daughter up. But I thought that was quite sad, actually. But, well, the point I'm getting to here is it's interesting how this woman wanted to experience the life of childbirth. And she didn't even know she was going to die. But that's just something I think I've been thinking of now and again forever it's been with me now she wanted to experience that and not knowing that she was going to die but anyway i'll move on from that um then i meet another woman and end up um getting married to her and then we end up having our first business and it was a fish and chip shop which i had for about 18 months and then i've we had a child which is joshua the one i have now that lives with me, and um, that went okay for, oh, I don't know, three or four years or something, just without thinking too much, and we had two children with her, and then somehow in, in business, life sort of got in the road, I won't go into the nitty-gritty of it, um, which is my undoing, and by me being not, not doing the right thing by her, and we end up um, divorcing because I end up with another woman. But anyway, we won't worry too much about that. Okay. <laughs> and we, we shoot along and that fish and chip business was sold and we came to Australia. That was the first wife. And we ended up with another business here and, and then that. Then we went back to New Zealand and came back here and to Australia. Anyway, that... that um, ah, yeah, so we... Had a big business then that did all right. That's right, because some of these businesses do all right. And then we sold it, and then I decided to start up another business in the takeaway food shop, a big one and all that. And then that didn't do well, so we had to sell everything up to pay for all that, and everything went back down to zero again, a bit like trading. Mm. Um, so and now our, that uh, marriage broke up. And then I floated around and I found another woman, lo and behold. They're out there, you know, they're out there. <laughs> and this is before the days of Tinder. So. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I would have been dangerous with Tinder. I'm glad it wasn't even around. <laughs> In that age, just to give you some context there, um, the the first marriage divorced, this let look, 32, 33. Because during this period, I had an awakening because I used to drink a lot, which is not unusual, alcohol and beer and all that. Mm-hmm. Then I have stomach issues and all that and going to the toilet and all this from my drinking and all that. So I go to the doctor and he, a short story, he advises me, if I don't drink, give up drinking, you'll be dead in a couple of years. So I promptly took that on board. Well, I'm good at doing this. Um, said, thank you very much. And did you know, I walked out of that place. And from that day until this day, I think I've only drunk once. I've gave, I gave up drinking that day instantly. Like mindset. Wow. Get up there in your head, get into your mind and shift a few blocks around. It's not bloody hard. Sorry, shouldn't be swearing. It's not hard. Shift a few blocks around and deal with it. You have control. No one else has control. They can advise you what, what should happen, but it's you that has to do it. 
No one else can do it for you. You have to do it. Not anyone tell, they can advise. People can't tell you, they can advise. Mr. Me, Mr. Advisor. Could have, should have advised myself for a lot of other things as well. But anyway, <laughs> but that was life and death, see? Yeah. What, what it takes. It might have been wrong. I might survive, but I took that on board. You don't need it. And did you know I felt real proud that I was used to hang out with different people and have drinks, but I could go into a hotel and order lemonade or a water or something. And I was proud to be able to stand there and say, I don't drink to myself. I was proud. I doesn't mean to say I didn't, didn't have to mix with anyone because I was doing something as you can say would be different, mm -hmm. but I was proud of myself being able to mix there. Anyway, do you want to add anything there or anything like that? I, I think that, you know, thank you for sharing. That's uh, incredible. That's, um, you know, I hope somebody that listens to this can, can take that, uh, that advice on board. That's um, very open of you. Thank you, Bruce. Yeah. But just getting in your mind and I'll shifting a few of those blocks around in there. Cause I'm big on that. And there's a lot of different occasions through my life. And, and I, I do a lot with the mind part. Um, because those blocks in your mind, you can shift them and they, your mind's a, it's a cunning thing. Eh? It, what it, it shifts the bloody, uh, sorry, it shifts these things back again into the wrong place. Mm. And you have to be awake and aware of it and get up there and get out of here. You're not supposed to be, get back into where you belong, way back there. I can't take you out of my head, but I can squash you and put you in your place. Yes, anyway. Sir. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, it's the mind is, is, is difficult to deal with, but it's also the social construct that is around us as well. That, you know, the, the, the everything. Well, that that's part of your mind. Yes. How you look at it. Yeah. Don't worry what the other people are looking, how they are looking and perceiving you. It's you that has to look uh, project outwards, you know, and don't worry. That's got nothing to do with you. What they, what they're thinking. Yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, getting, where were you up to? We have another wife, don't we? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and some more children. <laughs> okay, let's rock and roll here. Uh, so I, okay, I have this big shop I set up. That's what happens. Then this woman comes and visits. Oh, young lady. I won't say how old because <laughs> things could get nasty here. And uh, comes to visits, and I quite like her. <laughs> and she ends up working with me, working for me, because I asked her if she wanted a job. Lo and behold, was, that was a no-brainer, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she wanted a job. Yes, and we um, got together, and she must have liked me. Don't know why, poor thing. Um, <laughs> so we got together and um, stayed together for, and had a couple of different businesses uh, good ones and bad ones and bad experiences in business with other people and but we won't go into that and we have three children i have um chris who is 35 he um at the moment he lives in america and he plays around with uh, crypto Mm. Um, and then I have Philip who lives with me here with my other son Joshua who I take care of as a as a carer because of his physical um, medical con condition he has and then I have a daughter called Jody who is 30 and um, now that is so we had these three children and um, we were together for um, 33 years or something um, in 2008, we had a big, we had businesses, we had a business and it went broke and I'll start up another business sort of thing. We started, I started this business in 1994 from hardly anything. And then it was in the bathroom vanity manufacturing, bathroom furniture manufacturing mm -hmm. back in the timber side industry. And it sort of grew and it grew. This is from about 94. Then it grew quite big. <laughs> so um, in the end, we, at its peak in the end, we were 
employed about 40, 43 people or something like that in this business. And then I had two retail shops that sold bathroom, bathroom gear as well, in, in one in one town and one in another. And that really kept me busy. And I shouldn't, in, in hindsight, well, hindsight's a wonderful thing. I threw myself in everything. And of course, I'm like, I think I can do anything and everything like that. Then everything was going okay. Um, then 2008 come along. And can you tell me what happened in 2008? Oh, some, yeah, there's, there's a, uh, well, I think they call it the global financial crisis or um, in, in Australia, isn't it, yes. isn't it just the GFC, right? Yeah. So wow. um, just before that, we had this deal, Australia is a good, good country and fair and, and like dealing with global people. And we had a big, they'd done a big deal with China. So they opened the borders to China and a whole lot of, that China could import into Australia a whole lot of goods from different stuff. Like in the, one of them was called bathroom furniture at half the price that we could manufacture it for. And that flooded the market. So just to give you an idea, in 2008, in six months, our turnover dropped 36%. Wow. Now, what happens in our particular industry, because we don't, didn't work on high profit margin, when we went under 30, down like 36%, we were under, we went, it put us under. So we were under, we call it underwater. So because we built up from nothing from 94 to 2008, we had to um, like, uh, re, we have to buy equipment as we built and everything like that like our plant was probably worth about a million dollars and things like that. But, you know, and we had this, this round figures we had, didn't have anything to start with. So the money had to sort of come from some somewhere. So really we, we were underwater and this old saying goes in, um, we couldn't buy, not even from China, we couldn't even buy a snorkel long enough to survive, right. to keep breathing. It's, it's just uh, things you've got to, the way you've got to look at things. And um, we went broke and the shops closed down and that sort of thing for about a million dollars and went bankrupt. And that was my third time of going bankrupt, of course. We had a kitchen business in 1989 and 87. There was another recession in 89 and went broke as well then, even though I was able to start up under someone else's name in 94. Because I'm, I'm sort of one of those people, like, got to do something and, like, sky's the limit and all this carry on. I haven't got that now, thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so getting to nine, 2008 and 2009, we sort of tried to keep this business going, but we had to really give in. Like we, we gave it a good shot, but you know, we, we, we had to give in in the end and, and really let it fold up and everything like that. And it, what this did actually, because of the way I worked, I, was, I worked too hard and didn't look after my relationship and my wife. She just, a lot of combination of things. She just got fed up in the end. Then I didn't have a job and we were at home one day and she was grumpy and crotchety and all that carry on, which is, can be understandable. And she was screaming around the house and said, oh, we don't mind, I don't mind saying the story because it's, it's true. She said to me, I'm sick of you. I can't stand being with you. I can't stand looking at you. Can you please leave? Because I can't control myself. And I took that on board as she's crying out for something, crying out like, and I left. I had to leave. Like I left to give her, I couldn't put that on her. I couldn't, I didn't grumble and say, I mean, I still love her now to this day due to family and history and all that. And that's why we're still good friends. But I respected her, her wish and the way she was because she would have really crumpled probably. You don't know where that would have ended. So I left, parted, left the scene, hopped in my van and that's all I had, a, a, a Mitsubishi van and some little bit of tools and my clothes and um, lived down by the beach. I was homeless for about, well, I don't know, three months or something like this. Then I was able to, someone through someone I knew, um, I was able to 
park myself in someone's factory because at those times things were quite dead and there's plenty of space available, hard to get work and all that. I did a work on the side, of, you know, to get money and all that. Um, and um, I got this guy's, I lived in this guy's empty factory because it had a shower in it so I, and it had internet, uh, like power and telephone point and, and it was like no one was using it. So he let me stay there and I stayed there for about two years. I put a bed in it and that suited me. So oh, yeah. I don't mean a, I don't mind being a hobo. Because yeah. so you're getting back to life's wonderful, life's beautiful. Like I was happy. Like I was happy that I was able to depart. You know, I still kept on contact with her to make sure she was okay. But the main, the point I'm getting to that situation, I respected her wishes because that's what you have to do. You know, that's, that's it. You can't grizzle and grumble and think about yourself all the time. Yes, so um, I um, did that and then um, ended up, um, Philip had this partner who married in the end and we got a unit to where a complex that we live in now um, in, let me think, 2009, 10, 11, 12, 2012, 13, we came here to this complex area where we are now. As a, and that was um, another new journey for us. It was Philip and me before Joshua came along that I had to go and get him and look after him. And um, he was married to this woman. Yeah. In a long story short, it didn't last in the end anyway, but that's, that's their department. Yeah. So um, do you want to add anything there? Wow, yeah, I, I just want to say thank you again for, for sharing yeah. all of those um, you know, very personal details. Um, what, you know, to, to take it back to when you were living in, in, in a factory, were you in your 60s at this stage? You must have been, I assume. Yes, I was, yep, oh. yep, yeah. <sighs> Wonderful. Oh, yeah, okay, another story. Yeah, okay, yeah, bit of a story there. So I got to this, when this guy said, yes, you don't have to live at the beach all the time. I had it worked out, eh? I lived at the beach. Right. And then I used to go to. <laughs> Your positive outlook is amazing. Like, you know, some people be like, but like, yeah, ah, I'm living yes, in a factory God. next to the beach. I'm, I'm like the king. This is amazing. <laughs> Are you ever? In a warm place, warm area. Not like the middle of England or something like that. In right, where's that? North of, north <laughs> of England, where my wife came from originally. What's that place? Uh, Hull and that sort of area? No yeah. way. <laughs> Oh, I've heard enough stories. I don't want to go there. <laughs> anyway, um, and I joined. I was in. A, I joined. I had. I jo the object was. I joined a gym, a twenty-four hour gym, and you had a key. Mm. And it was wonderful. So you get to do a bit of exercise. But what's? Why did I join that gym? What do you think I joined that gym? Do you? Would you know why I would have joined that gym? Because I was living in my van by the beach. A shower facilities? Wow, bingo. You got it. See, you, I, I don't want you to do the same story, but this is what you can do. This is what you do. Yeah. It had a shower. So I could eat because I'm, I'm quite easy. I can eat. You can eat anywhere. This shops sell food. Amazing, isn't it? Um, so, um, yeah, it had a shower. So, and I had Beach Outlook and, yeah, Honky Dory. Everything's roses. Amazing. Until Absolutely. I decided, well, if I maybe find a factory, I could have internet and I could join, do this internet thing and do internet marketing. <laughs> I had to make a little laugh. There. That's what I thought I could do. But anyway, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but that was the object. <laughs> so then at what, at what stage did you start learning about and hearing about Bitcoin then? Oh, now we're galloping up the try up the few years. Yes, that's when I'm in this complex we are now, and that would be so. I went to New Zealand to stay with Joshua because of his medical condition, so I could bring him back here. And we came back here in 2014. So we arrived back here and see the family, could see my ex-wife and my children like my daughter and and that and we come back in philip who i'm live with now he was here of course in the unit 
And we have this son called Chris that I mentioned before. He rockets up and says, there's this thing called, because he's like 100 mile an hour and he, I think he lives in another world. No, I don't think that he does live in another world. <laughs> I shouldn't say I think. And he um, likes smoking a bit of stuff and all that. But anyway, <laughs> there's this thing called Bitcoin. And it's and what did it do? Go straight over our head. We don't want to know anything about that. No, you got to no, 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 no. We don't have to do no. Shut up. We don't want to know about it. So we had to squash him. You know what would he know? And um, that was 2014. Yeah. So that's okay. We go along a couple of more years and 2017 comes and he says, I've got this thing called, um, I'm going to invest in called metal pay. You should invest in it too. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. By that time, I don't know what happened. I've sort of a bit more, because he's investing in it. That's okay. I suppose. Yeah. So I invest in this thing called metal pay. I don't know whether you know of metal pay or anything like that. Not too well. If you if you in my um on my Bitcoin walking Twitter account, I have in my um, bio there a bit about me, crypto nomad, and um, bit, number one is Bitcoin, mm -hmm. and number three is metal pay, and number number two is metal pay. Sorry, and number three is nil. Yep. So that's the sequence it goes. To me, anyway. <laughs> Nowadays, <Yes. laughs> not in 2017. <laughs> so we buy some, we get some of this metal pay, which is fine. I get to like this metal pay. We'll go into this story a little bit, and it goes up like a rocket. And this metal pay, man, we're going to be wealthy. Then it crashes like as things do, then we're not going to be wealthy. <laughs> but you know what happened in 2017 and um, six months, like this was July 2017. Right. So it rises, rises like every other Tom, Dick and Moon thing rose, like you could have, you know, had a, I like Elvis coin and it would have rose as well. Um, all the sent too much sentiment and all us, these greedy no hopers and I'm one of them thinking we're going to get wealthy and all that. That's fine. So it goes way back down again after, after time. But Bruce here, he stays in metal pay. He doesn't sell out of metal pay. He stays in there and he invests more into metal pay because I get to know it a bit. And I like, now this is where my, just to give my, um, how I relate to people. Metal Pay's CEO is um, a person by the name of Marshall Hayner. And I like his ideas, I like his vision, and I like his passion. Now, and, and I take that on board because me, as a younger person, like in the Marshall Hayner days, I would have been like that. See, and this is what I t took on board. Like I related to him. And I was living my younger, younger self. Now I'm living my younger self through him. We'll get to Bitcoin in a sec. Yeah. My younger self to him. And some people can't understand this. But this is, if you understand how I was and like what I did and chased and the dreams I had and I just was aggressive and lots of things and did things, nothing mattered. Because I'm grateful to be, as going way back, I'm grateful to be alive every day. So I stay in it and that's fine. Um, I don't preach it too much to anyone and all that. And Chris, he bows out of it anyway. <laughs> I'm the only one that's in it, but anyway. So that's 2017, 18. Now we go along, I'm trying to think here, 18. So I listen, I um, have a little dabble around in some other dopey things. Um, which we won't talk about too much, like a bit of Ethereum and all that, and you've got to have rocks in your head. But anyway, 
So 2017, 18, 19, 2019, February, March, April, I'm not 2019, yeah. I start listening to podcasts. This is where the Bitcoin comes in. Right. So I listen to quite a few podcasts. And I, so I want to listen to quite a few because it's very, very, very interesting. So what I have to do is keep walking as well, because I used to do a lot of walking even when I was in the shed. To give you an idea, going, we'll roll back to the to shed when I lived there, when I first went there, had this mirror in there and a shower and all that. I stood in front of the mirror naked. I don't want to envisage that, but <laughs> this is a personal thing. And I looked at myself and I didn't really like what I looked, was looking at. Mm-hmm. Now it was me. There's no one else. No one was behind me or anything like that because I was 105 kilos. So I was a bit tubby. Mm-hmm. So then I looked at myself and, you know, with my mindset I have, I said, no, no, that's got to change. I've got to change the way I look and all that because I've got to stay healthy. So that's started me. I started walking regularly then. And we'd walk with the factory around my local neighbourhood there and we keep walking and we're walking and we're walking. And you read about these things and people, it's, it's, you've got to have a habit, don't you? It's habitual. Walking, if you put, get it into a habit, you'll keep walking. So, okay, I'm walking for, and three years later it's passed, you know, I'm walking and, and I'm thinking to myself, Bruce, when's this blimmin' habit going to kick in? They said a habit will kick in. Like, and this thing hasn't even kicked in yet. So I just have to keep, pers- what a load of rubbish. And anyway, long story short on that habit thing, what it did actually later on, it kicked in without even me knowing. <laughs> it didn't wave a, wave a flag in front of me. I'm kicking in now, Bruce, here I am. No, but it kicked in eventually. But the, the point is our expectations. And you'll know everything about expectations. Are, are short. Our long, there's a saying, isn't it? I wonder if I can say it properly. Uh, our short expectations are too long, is it? Are too short? And our long, long expectations are too short. Anyway, you'd have to, someone will have to Google up that. Something like that. My expectations were um, too short. You just have to be patient and wait. And that gets back to a bit like trading days, isn't it? Patience. You've got to be patient or Bitcoin. Anyway, so we'll roll right back into a walking where I'm from this unit where I am now. And on Twitter, and I have my Twitter account, you see, I've had it since 2007 because I was going to become an internet marketer. But anyway, that didn't happen. <laughs> so I'd had this account and I thought Twitter was stupid. But I think it's the most wonderful platform that's going now. It's yeah. marvellous. The people, like I wouldn't have met you. There's a couple other people as well. Like the other day I had someone come and visit here from Brisbane to meet up. It's a marvellous place. Um, but getting back, do you want to add anything? Did you, or am I talking well, yeah, too I much? I just wanted to, like, you, like your, Sorry. Your, your Twitter profile, um, I think is brilliant. It says crypto boomer. And then you got yeah. hashtag Bitcoin walking, working on health, wealth, lifestyle, and freedom, listening to podcasts while walking 20 to 25 kilometers per day. And that is exactly in a nutshell yeah. what, what you've just described in, in your past stories. Yeah, so that's something. 25 kilometers a day. How many podcasts are you listening a day? I think someone worked it. Oh, we were to, I had to work it out because someone asked me. I think it was about 48 to 50 a week. Oh, um, <laughs> no, no, various. No, no, podcasts, yeah. Right. Because I can't find 50 Bitcoin <laughs> podcasts in a week. I was going to say. <laughs> no, various topics, yes. Which you which you've got to have balance, balance life's about balance and all that. But the main the core you must is, be getting from these podcasts is incredible. So so Well I don't remember much, but right. yeah, <laughs> I, we'll, we'll we'll get on to the Bitcoin bit about the podcast. But that Twitter thing is Bitcoin walking now. Before that it was called Authority Site Nomad. Because mm-hmm. way back in the day, like in the internet days when I was on the internet, like when I was trying to be internet marketer. I had this goal of I was setting up websites for people so they can wander around the world. This is back in, you know, in 2008 and no, 2009, sorry. 
um, and I could help them with resources on all that and help them set up websites so they can become nomads, digital nomads. But that's how far back I go in the digital nomad stage. But the project I had, I had about 20 modules full of resources and all that, which took me about two years to compile and, and all that. I built a couple of websites for people and all of that. And, but that sort of never really took off. But anyway, and then we got onto this crypto side. Yeah. And but getting, getting right back, and then I changed my handle to um, Bitcoin walking because I was, I was walking and from in 2019, I don't know. Yeah. 2017, was Bitcoin. Yeah. I'm walking. So I changed it to Bitcoin walking. Um, and as, as I say, I'm 72 now um, and I walk to help with my circulation is the main goal. So we all have to have a why. My why is keep my circulation going. So we all have a why. Why am I doing it? And I keep listening as well. And I have to laugh to myself sometimes because I'm listening to Stephen Lavera, as you know, those people. And um Marty Benton, Matt Odell, and um, what's it called? Um, yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about stuff. And I wouldn't even have a clue what they're talking about. But I keep listening. <laughs> they're going right over top of my head. But I'm like this. I like that. I'm living. I'm living. I'm living in this new Bitcoin, new world. We are in a... We are in a, a 80 percenters don't realize we are in a new world. This is a new world. My, Philip, my son and I talk about this. It's, 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 it's evolving. It's getting bigger. There's a, new, there's a new happening happening. Is that funny? Yeah, something like that. I don't have a lot of words because I'm not that well educated in, <laughs> in words. <laughs> yeah, but we can feel this. There's a lot of things happening, you see. And, and what you do, I like... You, what what you do, you what you set out to do. You said, nah, there's got to be something different, and we will do this." With, and with the help of your wife, of course, you got to. You can't do these things on your own, but you were willing to throw yourself out there, you know. And um, you know, because eventually you're going to go to another dimension. But you've done something in the meantime. Anyway, getting back to Bitcoin walking. Um, yeah, so I keep listening to these podcasts um, and I have, of course, I'm a Bitcoin person now as well. I still have that side project, but everything goes into Bitcoin, accumulating Bitcoin to heck with what the price is and everything like that. I'm a dollar cost averager and that sort of thing. Of course, <laughs> trading, you know where you can stick that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. there's some there, there are a lot some people that can do trading but as what we've learned and what i've been exposed to 90 what is it 97 percent of people does that be a fair number 97 percent can't do it it's because yeah. of the way our makeup and the way we're emotionally wired and that sort of thing and no harm in that anyway no harm in that yeah, no, but we can try. People try. There's no harm in trying. You've got to have a go. If you don't throw your line in with some bait on it, you'll never catch a fish. Don't stand there looking at the blooming water. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, and life is short, as I say. Life is short, and the world is wide. So, with the, with the Bitcoin kind of uh, creeping into your into your bloodstream. Um, did you notice any um, behavioural changes, uh, like creepy? Yes. <laughs> do you like that? Yes. Yes, I do. Would you yeah. know what they are? I feel a story coming, Bruce. <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll give you a pot shot, another pot shot at this. What will you, th just to see how congruent, how these things are congruent they are. Is that the right word? Is that a proper word? Yeah. I've heard this word. Yeah. <laughs> I can get it in the right place sometimes, this word. Um, yes. Um, what do you think I noticed? Just have a, if you don't um, say, I, have a bear. I, I, I think you could, you will get it. That's why. 
Right. I, I think it's probably um, a time preference um, change. Um, maybe like um, doing as much as possible to look after your future self and um, the generations yes. behind you. It starts with S, it does. And a lot of us aren't good at it. Mm. Savings. Mm. Savings. Did you know? <laughs> I've had a lot of businesses, and as you know, gone broke. I've run them fairly good. But I even have a personal home budget now. <laughs> Why do I have a personal home budget? So I have a figure there each fortnight when my pension comes in that I know this particular figure mightn't be a lot. That is allocated to Bitcoin. Now, the Bitcoin actually has been talked about this in our family is not for me really because I don't need anything. Like I'm happy for at this stage of life, uh, the things we have everything. We have a nice unit where we live. We only rent it, but we have food each week. We're able to talk amongst each other, uh, good topics. And uh, we, we are, and I have a next wife that visits at least once a week. Um, and everything's rosy. What, like I don't, we have one car, which is Philip's car, which we, it's an old car, an oldish car. Like it's, it's 14, 15 years old. We maintain it. We don't need no flash car. I, I don't have a car. I walk everywhere. But if we do need the car for Joshua, has to go to medical a doctor for prescription or something. We have the car available. Um, and I get, and every day I get to, as I talk about this, and when we're not flat, I'm not a flat earth or anything, I'm able to walk out the door and work, walk along this flat earth that we have. I mean, it's ups and downs. And I'm grateful to be able to see it and look at it and do it and look at the clouds, look at taking the trees around. Sometimes I won't listen to any podcasts, actually. I will just toddle along with my own thoughts, just looking and appreciating stuff, taking things in. Because life is glorious. It's so glorious. It's not funny. Yeah. Anyway, wow. I'm... Thank you I'm so a much. Bit emotional there, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, it, it, gets, it brings a tear to your eye. It does, yeah. And so, would you say that's how good then, life is? Pardon, sorry. Would you say as well then, like, like you touched on, like you know, you're saving, you're stacking sets, and you know it's not for you. You know it's for the people that. It's for my family. Yeah. Right. They can do what they like with it. Yeah. I have a. I have a. Um, is that I say that, I save it on my like people should do they I save it on my treasure that's the what I use I'm not into this having my own node or anything well, I might eventually get up to that stage but and if I do get up to that stage I, I have I know who I can go and ask and get advice from that's Devin Labrera I know you're like I have that sorted out if I'm silly enough to want to do that I get contact with him and we do this you know it's easy things are easy there's people there that can help um yeah it's it's the saving thing and and it's not for me because i have i have everything yeah i have family around me um i'm i have i have reason uh, to me i think i'm not i don't take any tablets or anything like that I, i've got good blood pressure and Are you, do you find yourself and i'm reasonably healthy do you find yourself i think i'm going to let sorry sorry do you find yourself at peace and um like low oh, levels of anxiety because of like the the big oh, i'm yeah i'm i'm that low and, and that peace that's all in mean. it's real emotional it can just uh, bring tears to your eyes even when i'm outside and you might be able to feel hear it in my talking now because mm. yeah that's how how good it is yeah and you've mentioned uh, Stefan Levera a couple of times here and um, how... But he's in Sydney, this is why. Yeah, he's in Sydney and I'm in Brisbane. Yeah. Right. But do you find like the crypto community or the Bitcoin community at large, um, do you find them like so like approachable and willing to help and happy to share their knowledge? I think so. I haven't had to do it, but I've listened to podcasts of people and... And that sort of thing that they have done that and very much so, yes. Even though we have this big divide between the, the Bitcoin maximalists and um, 
and the S coiners and that sort of thing. Um, but you don't pay any attention to that. Like, don't let, don't take that on board. That's not going, it's no value for you to take that on board and get all uppity and da 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 sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 and just, um, yeah, they are helpful. And I've listened to podcasts from people in the finance industry, people in finance, one of last month or something like I did remember he um, says, um, I never thought Twitter was going to be any good. He's a, some high up dude in financial finance company, but I got onto Twitter and I was able to approach other people on Twitter by just seeing, sending them a DM where in the real brick and mortar world, you wouldn't have been able to do that. You wouldn't have been able to get in contact with them. So what's happening? The world is slowly changing. Now we have this social media and social uh, this platforms and that, and a lot of people think it's rubbish and it, it, it's how you use it and how you treat it and how you respect it and don't let it overwhelm you. You can, it'll drive, it will drive you nuts, just like trading can drive you nuts and emotionally wreck you. But don't let these things happen. Get up there in that mind there and shift those blocks around. Sorry. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, like um, Guy Swan. I listened to a lot of his stuff, uh, Crypto Economy. And, um, and um, what's his name? Charlie Shrim. Oh, I love listening to his stuff. I love listening to his stuff. I've listened to his story, you know, his story as well. Um, he has a wonderful story, his history. I don't know whether you know too much about him or his story. Do you know yeah. Charlie Shrimp's story? Yeah, yeah. I, it's incredible. It's just yeah. incredible. Why I listen to him is because he dives. I like the history, the Bitcoin history, like where, like where it came from. I imagine being, you know, in that time. Like there were people in that time. Like we could maybe call them the crazy people, but you've got to have them, haven't you? Like they're so far ahead. Like, yeah. I, that's what it that's just amazes me like this is what i think they're from another world yeah but the history we can't let the history go the bitcoin history because bitcoin is king yeah and always will be yeah i agree that's that's, well, that's my thinking from now yeah i wanted to finish actually whilst you're talking about other podcasts i think it's the the perfect subject for you and i think it's um amazing coincidence that yesterday we had the oscars and i thought we'd um just run Bruce Stewart's podcast Oscar Award. Um, <laughs> nobody listens Sorry. as many as you, Bruce. No one. So um, thank you. Know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to surprise you with anything. But uh, I wrote down some categories, just a bit of fun. Um, yes. What would you say? Let's go for it. What do you say? Um, do, do, is there one? Is there one podcast episode, Bitcoin related, that has ever stopped you in your tracks when you've been out walking, where you've just been like, what? that 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 oh. moment of like complete clarity there's a number of them <laughs> there <are a> number <laughs> of them. i've even got up to a stage now which is hard to clear my voice memos but I, I i have to um i've been trying to practice you know trying to remember stuff and that mm. and i I'll, I'll stop and do a voice memo on, on my iphone you do that and you actually stop and do the wow that's brilliant well, I slow down and, and like <laughs> I look at the phone, <laughs> look at the phone, then press the um, sign in, like press sign in, and because my my I got a, on my tile there's podcast, and I got other things, and I got the voice memo and the, where the podcast tile is in in that section, so it's easy to access. And I was clearing out some of them today, yeah, because I just thought I'd get in the habit of doing that. Anyway, one one um. What are we, where, where were we up to? What, what is one that stopped me in my tracks? Yeah. Is there one, like one, is there one instant that you can remember that was just like, you know, that clarity? I have to, I have to come up with an answer. Gee. Um, uh, Or a piece of the puzzle just clicked into place for you. Oh, no, sorry. Um, that takes half a day, that. 
Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll get back to that one. We'll come back around to it. And what about, uh, what would you say were the best, po- best, best podcasts for beginners that are looking to, to come into it? Whether they're, you know, of your generation or, you know, younger or 40 years age, uh, 40 years of age coming um, in with information. I wonder how much I'll get paid for this. Um, <laughs> you're allowed to say that? <laughs> no, that's... Send send that's out a, that, talking some sass. That, who, who that's, that's a bit of humour there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we won't use your one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's great that you're doing this. Yeah. Um... um I just like the crypto economy, Guy Swan, mm. um, because he will read the article and then he goes in depth and I just, it just blows my mind is he does and when he goes in depth and talks about it and all. I, I'd aspire to do, I'd never get to be able to do that, but that's, that's to me, that's top shelf being able to do that. Yeah. yeah, that's a brilliant shout. He does amazing work. I mean, he, for those that are listening that, you know, Guy finds the best blog posts on, um, on medium yeah. or wherever. A, a lot of research there. Takes a lot of effort that does. It does. And it's a lot of time. And then he reads those, those blog posts. Yeah. These things can I be- know why he's good at it. I do know why he's good at it. Mm-hmm. Cause he's an ex gamer. Mm. He gave up gaming to do this. He had to throw away his gaming section and all that and, and shift that block in his mind, shift those blocks around and do this. So he would have been a good gamer. And it gets a whole different topic about gamers and good and all that. But, but it's business, gaming is business related. But anyway, we won't go down that track. We'll do that another time. Excellent. Um, yeah. Great so that's, that's the insight I got from him after listening to his stuff that's he told the story of how he one day he walked in he said no that's why i said that he said i'm doing this so he would have got into his head and shift those blocks around in his mind and this is what the result of it is and in time we don't know where it will lead you see but i'm grateful that he's doing it yeah i will listen to every one of his podcasts i wish to everyone and lots of people's podcasts but yeah okay next question that's a brilliant answer. Thank you. What, what would you say was the best podcast for those looking um, for more technical detail? Mm. Oh, I don't hope I can get this right. Um, don't want to. This is yeah. Um, it's Devin Navera. Stephen Navera. Mm. Mm. Uh, that's technical. Um, who else? Um, a fellow Aussie as well. Yeah. Um, just off the yeah, that'll do. Sorry to other people who didn't. I didn't call out. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. It's whoever comes to mind. It's. Uh, yeah. I think it's. Um, yeah. Obviously, Stefan's very, very well known. A great, great podcast for people to learn from. Um, yeah. What about? Um, it, um, is there a favourite? Just like one standout favourite that uh, best? No, no I can't. I couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. What about a uh, best intro music? They have this at the Oscars, don't they? Okay, there's another whole story. <laughs> right, <laughs> intro music. What you? I, I've got. You know what you can do with that? Mm. You can shove it. <laughs> I don't know. It might offend a lot of people and all that. Tell me what value it gives to people. This is zero. Excellent. Sorry. Sorry to knock all these podcast people. <laughs> <laughs> do not like intro music. Well, I've been they- doing this. I've been in this world a little bit where I've made videos and all that. And... I've put in intro music and I've put in outro music and uh, splits in between and stuff like that. And you know why we do this? It's because that's what other people do. It's all about the content. Sorry. 
people are short, got time, time frame, shorter, short attention span. We need the content, please. Thank you. Today we're going to be so-and-so, so-and-so, and it's about this. Thank you very much. Bruce, I promise no intro music on this. No, <laughs> sorry to offend every, anyone out there. No, but you're right. The only but, reason but I don't care. <laughs> the only the only reason I've been putting it on, and I'm only like you know. I, I know why. Because, like you just other said, people do. Yes. This is how that's how we start. It's fine. This is how we grow and evolve and things like that. Yeah. Well, that's is it a musical podcast? Yeah. I would, I would love to see now how many people listen to this and how many <laughs> podcasters change their intro music. I used, I'm oh, sorry, I'm keeping repeating on here. I used to, don't like, people used to speak, people would speak like that auditor, they had a video pod, video content, video, they're speaking in video mm. and they got music in the background and that used to drive me nuts. I'm here to listen to you speaking. I'm not here to listen to a music video. If I want a music video, I'll go and listen to a music video. Anyway, that's a little rant. <laughs> <laughs> now, last thing, because there's always something about um, uh, visual effects and stuff in the Oscars. Best cover art. You must have all the cover arts on your Oh, music. that's a good one. Lovely. Thumbnails. Brilliant. Yeah. And they involve as well. And where that prize goes to... Um, Tales from the Crypt. Oh, Martin. Yes. Yeah. In the new one. Hello, and, Marty. And a great title as well. You know, Tales from the Crypt. It's, it's brilliant. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's, the nut, that's a never miss podcast as well. Yeah. Charlie the, Shrimps is another one that I don't miss. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway. Thanks, Bruce. Um, I guess, uh, you know, I'll, I'll line you up for it. Um, best newcomer. Oh, I've got to think about that. Um, there's some guy, he's, he just got in touch with me the other day. Hang on, my <laughs> memory's going again. Hang on, it's coming. I'm just, ah, there's a guy called Daniel Prince. Now, he's oh. a wonderful guy, <laughs> and you should listen to all his podcasts. Because and he has it. a wonderful book called Choose Life. <laughs> and it's the tools, tricks, and hacks of long-term family travelers, world schoolers, and digital nomads. Daniel Prince, thank you very much for that book. Wonderful. I, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much um, for all of the content that you put out. Um, you know, <laughs> honestly, that's, um, that's why I sent you and got in touch with you in the first place, because I see your tweets come up and you direct me to these podcasts and I learned so much from them. Some of them I would have missed. And then, you know, I'm sure I speak for everybody out there in the, in the Bitcoin uh, Twitter community that, um, uh, you know, I hope you get on more shows, Bruce, because, um, you know, what, what oh, you discussed with us. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we can all learn. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> but this Sorry. is the point, you know, that there are so many young people in this space and they're really, truly, truly smart. I get astounded every single time I listen to a podcast, how smart they are. And yeah. um, like I said at the start of the show, you know, let's change this to boomer. Okay. Let's, 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 you know, bridge. the Yeah. Gym. I'm boomer. Yeah. That's, it's, it's sort of there. Yeah. Boomer. Okay. If you like that. <laughs> and, um, and another thing in this, we're, we're, this is a positive household here. There's no, um, negativity here. It's all positive. Not let no negativity is loud in this household. It gets shut at the door. It's, it's kept out. Yeah. Now, Bruce, if, if there was one person, one person out there that you could talk to and educate about Bitcoin, who they could then go out and reach their audience, you know, they'd have a far wider audience than anyone, uh, you and I, or perhaps even the other podcasters could reach uh, to educate, you know, like masses of people about Bitcoin and what it could do for their future and their <laughs> generational people behind them. Who, who would that be? Who, who would you want to kind of you know, push Donald Trump. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's on Twitter. <laughs> he's on Twitter. Yes, he is. Every now and then. He and he's the same, age, the same age as me. There you go. The Donald. The and Donald. he gets up at four o'clock in the morning like I do and gets on Twitter and then flounders around and does stuff and then goes back to bed again. <laughs> <laughs> so, a few positive tweets about Bitcoin. <clears throat> 
Yes, yes, yes. Well, um, was, on a serious note, I, yeah. no, I, I don't sort of really, no, I won't say that at this stage, yeah. And I was, I was saying, um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up now. Yeah, you go. <laughs> no, I, I was just gonna, I was just gonna thank you for your time, and um, yeah, you thank know. you for thinking of me. I, Bruce, honestly, like you know, I, I, I think other people are getting in touch with you. I hope they do because, um, like I said, no one's listened to as many podcasts, and um, you, you're doing a lot for the Bitcoin community. And you know, thank you. Oh, thank you very much for that. And um, always remember, like I've said before, life is short, world is wide. Are we going? Are we leaving? Yes, we are. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Bitcoin walking is getting up and walking out of here. <laughs> well, enjoy your evening, Walt Bruce. And um... bye bye. Well, guys, um, I hope you liked that as much as I enjoyed interviewing Bruce. He was uh, so so generous with his time and his stories. I've just re-listened to the whole podcast again as I was editing it and uh, making sure it was uh, the best it could be. Uh, of course, there's no intro or outro music on on this uh, on this podcast, and maybe maybe not going forward. We'll see. But um, yeah, very entertaining, great uh, great stuff to have Bruce on, and I hope. Uh, you know, the, those people that got the awards, I, I hope you uh, are honoured um, by uh, at Bitcoin Walking's, um, you know, his choices. So have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, feel free to reach out to me uh, at PrinceU1976 on Twitter. And, yeah, I promise I'll get a, a website up and uh, an email address or something sorted out um, soon. But for now, I'm just uh, busy on trying to get more content out there and um, and sharing these great stories. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great day.